Kaizen, a fateful redo, written by Shweta Desai. Chapter 8, Impending Doom. The night had taken a turn for the worst. It was raining. The sky was lit with bolts of lightning and the suburbs echoed with round of thunder. Lee had spent the entire evening with her daughter while Mina was coming to terms with becoming a full-time guardian for Mia and the fact that her oldest friend was about to commit the most heinous and unforgivable crime in the whole world. Lee wanted to spend as much time with his daughter as possible before accepting her fate as a murderer as a woman who killed the man she loved. The last two days had made it evident that Lee and Andy weren't meant to be and that it was only a matter of time before Lee did the unthinkable. As Lee put Mia down in her travel cot for the night, she decided to leave and confront Andy. There really was no point in delaying it any longer. She needed to face the man who had single-handedly ruined her under the guise of protecting her. While the rain continued to batter the windows and the wind continued to howl, Lee messaged Andy and asked him to meet her at their home. There was poetic justice to the way she wanted to end things. Killing him in his own house, just like he had killed her life's work and her best friend at the university, the place that was supposed to be the mecca of genetic technology and research in the world. Time and again, James' dead body lying in blood and his lifeless eyes would flash in front of Lee and she would break down into tears. She had had a complete meltdown in the afternoon before Andy dropped Mia as she stripped off her clothes and had a shower. She watched the blood run down her body and kept getting flashbacks of her memories with James. Lee had changed into simple black leggings and a black shirt, appropriate attire considering the circumstances. Mina had given Lee all the space she needed and Lee had prepared for the inevitable, writing a will and leaving what little she had to Mia and Mina. stipulating the formulation of a trust fund for her research and leaving the rest to the university. Mina was in the kitchen when Lee bid her farewell, not expecting to see her best friend or her child ever again. Every argument that Mina could come up with failed to beat logic because of what had happened to James. She knew there was no point in stopping Lee unless she wanted to be stopped. Lee was in a rubbish shape and she knew it. Her eyes were bloodshot from all the crying. Her insecurities were doing an amazing job of reminding her just how screwed up everything was. Meenu, I'm leaving. I don't know what to tell you right now. All I can say is I'm leaving the best part of my life with you. Cherish her, Meenu. She's my world and she's all yours now. Lee managed to get the words out and ran out the door before Meena could reply or stop her again. Meena sighed as she watched her friend open her car and looked at the sky. reflecting on the lightning and thunder that were mirroring the storm in her heart and soul outside lee had put on her seat belt and pulled out of the parking space but a huge part of her just wanted to run back and cuddle mia forever it had been by far the second hardest thing she had to do in the last two days as lee sped through the lanes of london she gave into the agony of leaving her only child behind and let the tears flow she knew that mia would wake up looking for her knew that she'd cry her head off waiting for her mummy and that she would never see her mummy ever again. Mia was only too so lean knew that she would eventually be forgotten. Her baby's memory of her wouldn't last her forever and it made Lee infinitely sad and her rage burned through as she drove like a maniac 
on her way to make Andy pay. Andy, on the other hand, had prepared for Lee's homecoming as if it was a regular date night with pizza and a movie. He knew that things have gotten pear-shaped and that Lee was really angry and hurting over the loss of James and her life's work, but he had to show her that there was more to their life that they could still move on and live together as a family. He had made sure he had followed Lee's instruction about Mia as well. Handing her over to her godmother hadn't been easy, but he knew it was a necessary thing to do if he wanted to talk to Lee about the future. Lee had had a bond with James that was akin to being soulmates but not of the romantic variety. He had seen their chemistry in the lab together and had been worried on more than one occasion. But the way Lee came alive in his arm gave him proof that what she had with James was purely platonic and professional. Andy dimmed the backyard chandelier in the living room and put some piano music on and sat in his armchair waiting for his wife to come home. Just as he was about to call and check on Lee, the doorbell rang and he jumped to his feet with a smile on his face. He opened the main door and was surprised to see two men dressed in military clothing who put a black dog over his head and stuck an injection in his arm. They moved Andy inside the kitchen and sat in the living room and helped themselves to pizza. About 15 minutes later, Lee rang the doorbell and was surprised to find the door open. She walked in and was shell-shocked at home found on the sofa. Hey Lee, long time no see, said Harry as he munched through the pizza. And you are? Lee asked, clearly not expecting a stranger in her living room. You know, I have watched you from afar, just watched, mind you, and I really liked what I was seeing. This was the furthest we have ever gotten with your research. And what do you mean watched me? Lee narrowed her eyes. This man was downright rude and but also vaguely familiar, like a forgotten song. She sat down on the sofa and closed her eyes, focusing on his voice. It felt like it was soothing her soul, softening the hard edges. Remember Lee? I'm Harry, your friend from a long time ago. Harry didn't want to give up all the information just yet. Yes, I think I remember you now. How have you been, Harry? And where is Andy? Lee asked Harry, taking out the gun from her bag. I've come to stop you, Lee. Come with me. Don't go down this road. Harry tried to take Lee's gun away from her. She brushed him aside and stood up. I know everything, Lee. I know. Harry said as he sat her down on the sofa, keeping the gun away. Do you expect me to take it all lying down, Harry? I saw James lying in his own blood, and that is all down to what happened yesterday. Goodness knows why it wasn't me on that lab floor. Lee defended her choice, knowing all too well about the dark abyss she was staring into. <clears throat> Sir, may I say something? The other guy next to Harry piped up with a smile on his face. Go ahead, Jimmy. Harry encouraged him as he helped himself to another slice of pizza. Ma'am, I've been told that you're poised to make the biggest choice of your life right now and that I'm supposed to hold you off by force if necessary. He shrugged. It wasn't his choice to do that. He'd be following orders. Is he threatening me? 
Lee looked at Harry, her stance going on the offensive. No, on the contrary, I'd like to tell you something because I've been monitoring you for seven years now. Since you came back from your honeymoon and I've made some notes. Jimmy took out a notebook. What the fuck do you mean you made notes? Lee sat down on the sofa, intrigued by Jimmy's show of honesty. Look here. The day after your honeymoon, you went to the lab and worked till 2am in the morning. You didn't take a day off to unpack or lounge around. You've always made your work your choice. And then here, your waters broke in the lab and you carried on making notes on the recorder till James hauled into the hospital. Jimmy chuckled knowing how close he had come to call the ambulance himself. I have seen you sneak out of the house with me and come and work in the lab since she was 8 weeks old. You were relentless in your pursuit and you didn't let anything stop you. You have read research to Mia instead of bedtime stories. You have fought off the press and those crazy Christian protesters and still made it to work the next day. It's crazy how okay you are to throw it all away now. Jimmy kept turning the pages of his big notebook and pointing out reference to reference to gobsmacked Lee. She had not realized how closely she was watched. Look Lee, what Jimmy is saying is, you can have it all back. Harry stopped talking when Lee shook her head. Equifinality, I remember it all now Harry. Looks like you were right. Lee shook her head ruefully. I did end up where we began a long time ago. Harry, I was the one who left James. I was the one who fell for Andy. I was the idiot who thought that maybe this time I would make the right choice. But I didn't and look where that left James. I am to blame for this and I must pay the price. Right after Andy does. Lee spoke softly. Accepting her mistakes was never easy for her and this time everything is spiraled out of control so quickly. around you. He's a fucking psychopath and I was blind to that fact. He's put on a fucking date night on the day that my ex-husband and research partner killed himself. He was in cahoots with his ex to ruin my life's work and he succeeded. He's a psychopath and a mastermind and I thought that the sun shone from his fucking ass. Oh my god, I'm such an idiot. Lee kept turning the ring on her right ring finger hoping to gain some forgiveness from it. Harry had moved over to Lee's side and hugged her. Lee continued to sob and berate herself. She needed to let it all out and Harry was as good as anyone else to go through it with her. Finally, she stopped and Harry gestured to Jimmy. While still in Harry's arms, Jimmy gave Lee a sedative and she barely felt it, going limp in Harry's arm in the next 10 seconds. Right, Jimmy boy, let's move quickly. Go to Mina's and take her and Mia to our safe house. I'll take care of Lee. Uh, and untie that asshole before you leave. Harry said as he picked Lee up as though she was a baby and put her into his van. He had a feeling he was going to have to tell her the whole truth soon, but first he had to warn the others.